And that's the kickoff and welcome to the first ever episode of From the Stands Podcast brought to you by yours truly, Sandiso, that guy, Manakaza, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sandile Sees Sivanyoni. Say hi, Sandile. What's up, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, as I said, this is the first episode of um, the Sportscast, so we're just going to be basically talking sports but mainly south african sports try to keep it local i mean yeah, we are yeah, from south yeah. africa we are yeah if you guys are listening from lands that are not blessed to be called <laughs> south africa we are south africans you know too young so an overview of who we are i guess and, and where we're coming from yeah that's basically where yeah. be the crux of the episode um yeah that's today's episode episode one this is from the stand sportscast you feel me yeah we yeah. are out here yeah, uh, yeah. Sporting perspectives from two born freaks. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah. For um, those who don't know, born free. I mean, after '94, you're born free. I mean, with apartheid and everything. So, yeah, bro. I mean, we are here. So, like, I mean, um, I'll, I'll start by asking you, Sandile. Um, so, like, what is your like? What did sports mean to you back in the day? Like, I mean, I mean, we'll start from the grassroots. I mean, building it up to where we are now so what did sports mean to you back in the day when you were younger growing up all the lot that's crazy let me think i think okay surface level yeah yeah surface level like i just like sports bro maybe it was like indoctrination or maybe it was a cultural thing but if you like grew up you know uh, for more, for the most part of big part of my childhood, I was in, I was at my grand's house. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's like tons of cousins and shit, right? I mean, which is which is natural for like our world, you know. Yeah. Like, so I mean, the way we played, you know, we played and we played sports with each other. We play soccer first and foremost. And I mean, you call that soccer first and foremost? That's that's uh, a, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's an L because I mean L. it's not soccer, man. Okay, we played football. <laughs> we played football. Damn, how did I do the We played football. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we played, like, we played a lot of games, but that's where you, you get a love for sports. Is, is yeah, you're yeah, still playing, true. and you, in, in, it, it's a way to interact with other kids. And then also, I think it was a way for me to connect with uh, my dad also early on. Or it was, like, as a little boy, you just, you just want to be like your dad. Yeah, what do you mean you wanted to connect with your dad? Like, in what sense? In the sense of, he he likes sports. Like, okay. he, he used to, like, he used to play tennis. Yeah. And he had, like, tennis trophies. He used to play soccer. Dope, man. Yeah, so, I was like, okay, this is something that my dad likes that, and I like too. You know, this, I, it wasn't an intentional thing, mm. but it was, because I even took, he, he supports Chiefs, and I support Chiefs. <laughs> you see, you feel me? So, it was, I took that from my pops. Like, for real, bro, because, like, as a little boy, you just want to be your dad. Yeah. So, I remember, actually, on weekends is when he had me. 
so I'd visit him on weekends. Mm. And then I remember going, he, he used to play for a club. So when he had practice or games or whatever, I'd go with him because like no one else, no one else. I mean, no one's gonna watch over you, look yeah. at you, anything like that. I mean, you feel me? Like so you want to spend time with him, of course. Yeah, and, that, and I was happy as hell when, <laughs> like, when you were into, you know, when I went to go watch his games and practice, you know, mm. I didn't mind chilling. So, and he used to buy me soccer balls all the time, and we used to kick ball together or whatever. Oh, so, you make catch. <laughs> Not even catch. Oh, the equivalent of the catch. Equivalent of catch. The equivalent of catch. Yeah, literally. Oh, American catch. Yeah, Amer- like the South African version of catch is that. <laughs> like, so that was the starting point because I actually remember the first ever Chiefs jersey I've ever had. I was three. Man. We went you to. Were three? Yeah. Oh, bro. Yes, dude. <laughs> was I three or was I four? I'm going to say. I mean, it's, it's I'm going to say four. Yeah. Not three. Four. Because three is. Yeah, I was four. We went to. Um, Secunda, which is a town in the Bumalanga province of South yeah. Africa, right? Okay, so when we go to Secunda, there's this little intimate shop with this shopkeeper. I think it was Portuguese, right? Get there, my dad picked me out like a, a two piece. There's a jersey <laughs> and then there's shorts. Oh, yeah, the, you basically had the full kit. Bro, borrowing the, the, the socks. Borrowing the, the socks and, and, the, and the, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> So I, I literally I remember that that's a very vivid memory of me yeah. going to Sekunda and getting that stuff and being happy as hell. So I think that's what sports meant to me is in, in my early kid stages. And then as I grew older, you know, you grow with what you you love as a kid and you keep what's useful to you and you keep what means things to you. So as I grew older, it was also like I, I developed a passion for watching sports and that resulted in a passion for playing them. I mean, funny enough, and something I didn't know myself that like you got your your initial love for sports came from your father, Pretty which much, is yeah. which is very like which is highly well, actually, similar to me. Yeah. So you know I mean? okay, let me let me actually go into so my biological father. Okay? Yeah. That was that, and then because my mom and my dad weren't together, naturally my mom had another person, and that became my stepdad. And the way I connected with my stepdad was through sports also. Because I remember him being a Pirates fan. Oh, hectic. I'm, oh, shit. That's actually... That's, that's deep. Yeah, and that's the, deep. the trash talk was real. The trash talk. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> yeah, each other's. Yeah. Like, the trash talk... And the way we connected was... Okay, we both loved soccer. Soccer, yeah. Football. Football. LL. That's an LL. <laughs> <laughs> and we both loved football, right? And if there were matches... Or I remember vividly... It was a Pirates versus Cosmos game, Joma Cosmos. Mm. And I think Pirates needed the win. It was the season of uh, Leslie Magnate. It was actually the season he passed away. R.I.P. to the GOAT. And that game, I think, was important to them, to, for Pirates. Yeah, yeah. And there was a goal that Joma Cosmos scored, and I celebrated that edge. And, and I, I mean, the, that's, how it, that's how it'd be like. like yeah, I that's mean, how it'd be if like. You, if you like with someone figure or something like that yeah and their team's playing and your team's not you, you automatically and from a young age you automatically even at our age you automatically support the opposition team you yeah know? you rejoice when they score and you you feel yeah. heartbreak when they when they lose you know yeah so i mean that was so that i guess you can carry on but yeah like my connection with sports came from that basically and then i just grew with that 
that's actually really deep and something I didn't know. And I mean, like I said, for mine it was similar. Um, my father as well was someone who was big on sports. He was um, involved in like he was involved in like rugby and later in his stage darts. So like I think darts. Yeah, darts. That's cool. That's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, a, like you know, my with football, like I learned that the streets with um playing with my mates just like yeah, yeah. and i was like mostly playing with my mates because i've got a, a younger sister so like i mean that whole cousin thing doesn't work out so i was just playing with my mates in the streets um every other sport i mean i acquired from my father rugby cricket tennis and i can like remember like on i think it was i think it was like three speci- like three different nights whereby like he specifically like told me okay this is this is rugby this is cricket this is tennis That's so like so like he took like he took a piece of paper yeah. for instance the tennis took a piece of paper drew the tennis court and then like told me the basic rules of it because yeah, like he know. loved tennis as well like you would watch like you wake up for Australian Open like the the, um, the Grand Slams you would be heavy on them yeah. So like I mean that's how I developed tennis or le- my like learned tennis and then um, rugby was the same and rugby was more of a like a big thing in the household because um, he was part of border rugby union at the time um, and he also like had a club like I mean he was the president of the club like, crazy <laughs> like I mean part of part ownership like I actually don't like properly properly know if like his actual role but like i mean he was was part of management and everything like he was hands-on like heavy deep like i mean affecting people's lives type of vibe yeah 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 that's that's the type of shit that you look up to does that club exist still it does but like it's honestly it's i haven't been following it that much Mm -hmm. unfortunately i mean since my father's passing like connection with it has i would say passed with him for say but like i mean it's something i would personally like to go back to at a, at a, at a stage in my life i mean maybe a legacy project of yours yeah yeah, yeah yeah type of because like so i mean cool. that's that's something like i mean carry on his name because i think the way that he affected that team he affected so many lives and i think it was big and i mean i saw it firsthand like i mean i remember on saturdays i'll, I'll travel with him travel with the team like at even times i would even travel with him i would actually travel with the team with in a team. separate car and chill with the man like with yo, the, with the players is, yo, and a, like bro. it was actually proper it was it was one of those childhood things that you you'll never forget and you'll always cherish in that type of vibe yeah like i can imagine as a kid like just traveling with the rugby team and then like the songs they probably sang or the chilling like whatever. it was it was mostly chilling and and banters and jokes but like i mean the songs were here and there like before the game just to to rile yourself up but like i mean it wasn't that big so but like yeah that whole that whole scenario i i distinctively remember like going to king williamstown from tata to king williamstown was about i'd say three four hour drive and I remember, like, that three, four hours leaving, I was like, nah, I'm not going to be with you. I'm going to be with, uh, <laughs> this is me to my pops. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to be with the team. I travel with them. We got to the, we got to the stadium. Um, we chilled, chilled, chilled. They played. I watched. And I mean, like, then watching, I was mostly, like, I was in charge of the kit, like, laying out the kit, 
father warming up. Um, I was ball boy. Um, at a later stage, I became a linesman as I started understanding the game more. Like I was try- like trying out the linesman thing, and that was also something that was like that was proper. Like I enjoyed it. The Easter tournaments, um, what's this? The, um, just the heritage tournaments and stuff like that during September and uh, Easter time, respectively. That was that was just one of those moments. And I mean cricket. Cricket as well, like I mean, like like with rugby, true true like the cricket field, cricket pitch, the field, the like basics, like um the fielders, the bowlers, the wickets, what happens, and then that's just how I learned. And then from then on it was just watching of it and then understanding and then that's where it grew. And I mean that's where the passion grew everything and like it's it stemmed from there basically. That's crazy, bro. Really so really you have it's deeper than it goes deeper than the game for you in rugby well, it is that's why i love rugby so much because it's 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 not only about like me playing the game because i do still play it's not only about me playing a game but like it's that thing of having that connection with my father per se like and trying and wanting to have a similar impact than he did in the general community by like giving back because like i mean he would like he would sponsor he would sponsor the players with boots with travel with traveling i mean if you're coming back late instead of like um getting them on the taxi or something like that it would actually drop them off at their households hold prize at the end of the season at my house and stuff like that i mean it's just one of those things that you like one day i hope i could i could have something along those lines yeah yeah that's what like that's early childhood reason i say early childhood right is because i think i'd have to divide what it means to me by stages i think so i think i think that it's definitely how it is because my love for sports at age five six seven was different from nine ten eleven which is different from 14 16 definitely because yeah. primary school age for those who don't know south africa uses is it british maybe not even british but it's very similar to canada so we don't say we're in the 10th grade we say we're in grade 10 so yeah yeah, 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 we don't have elementary school we have primary school so primary school age you know like for me what it meant to be um in the soccer in the in the football team (laughs) but you know my school they call it the soccer team so in the football team what it meant to me was yeah it was a different status like Oh, okay. You made it. Yo, you're you're like actually early primary to make it into the into the football team. I wanted the respect of the niggas around me. Well, amongst amongst your peers. Yeah, amongst my peers because actually that's one of the first things that I started to define myself as a, like to define my worth with because I found something I was good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like in in my in my neighborhood yeah, you know yeah. I'm like I was we play, we would play like in the streets or whatever and I was good there and then people showed me respect based off that so it, that felt good and I wanted more of I that mean, it, it, it you feel me it, it, so like that's what it meant earlier like okay I've got the respect of the boys you know yeah, yeah, and then later on the, the ladies start showing more respect <laughs> because you start like the ladies notice and you notice because you know like oh girls exist and I then mean, <laughs> and you're 
like, oh, and girls are impressed by me being in the first team yeah, or by me actually, actually do more. Like yeah, actually impress them more. So you know, you you ball out in your in your in your matches. You get that stage. <laughs> I mean, you're like, ah, I'm, you're, a, I'm a king. I'm a for boss, real. Yeah. So you'd ball out in your matches. You know, that's what f- football meant for me because that was my main sport that I played. Mm. And then the whole school would know. And by the time you get to like grade seven or high school. The whole school knows who plays, who you are, who you are based off of like yeah, based off of your, your sports. And then I mean, they don't even know you personally, but like they just know if you walk past him, they just know. Okay, no, that's the that's the guy. And that's, that's, that's that feels that's, good. That's the that's guy who plays. <laughs> the guys who plays first team. That's the guy who's the star. That's the guy who scored the goal or something like that. And I mean, for me, like personally, um, I wasn't the greatest in like all my other sports. Like, mm-hmm. Soccer, I'm not that great. Like, I mean, I think I personally think I'm decent. I'm probably to be honest um cricket the same like i mean but i mean i still play them nah. um unfortunately rugby wasn't a thing in my high school in my primary school mm-hmm. but a funny story actually it's not even a funny story interesting story um me and my mates we actually i don't know like i don't want to like we i don't i want to say we started rugby in the school take like basically because uh-huh. i mean I had my love for rugby. My mates had love for rugby. Like we would watch with on after weekends, we'd chat about sports. On Friday, we'd chat about what's gonna happen in the weekend in terms of Super Rugby, Springboks, blah blah blah, blah all the lot. And like I mean, it got to a stage whereby I think it was in grade six, and we're like, actually, um, we want to have rugby. So this was grade six, first term, right? Like, so the first um, first quarter of the year. And like we spoke with one of the teachers, and we're like, actually, we'd like to have rugby in the school. Um, and then like one of the teachers who had like experience of coaching rugby or playing back in the day, but like you know nothing now. And then he was like, he was gonna see what he's gonna do. I mean, and then we anticipated. So like because rugby was a winter sport, we expected it to come second term. So when second term came, and um, our so we had sports calendars that come out each term that tells you like when you're playing who when blah blah blah, blah yeah, and yeah, the times yeah. of practicing so when that came out and we were like okay no rugby we were like I'm gonna bump out so we kept on pushing kept on pushing and then we still pushed in grade 7 and grade 7 second term the, like rugby was introduced into the school and we were the inaugural team played, played one game um, we lost I mean we were new to rugby some Ergs were playing for the sake of playing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Need a rugby team. team. I remember others like myself had a passion and a love for rugby, you know, and wanted to be good. I mean, I remember playing seven flag. I was one of the moments I would never forget in my life, you know, it's up of vibes. And I think, all in all, I feel like like childhood sports, like I mean, sports in South Africa, on a general perspective, and like growing up, there's 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 a good platform of sports like i mean a good introductory introductory level of sports like i mean playing in the streets playing at school it's 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 pretty it's pretty nice and it's pretty it's got a i mean i'm not say it's got a proper system because like i mean it's really not that proper to be honest but it's a, it's a good way to to spend time and to chill with your mates and to bond and all of that yeah stuff basically okay so i guess we we say speaking of systems right Mm, so speaking and introducing sports at schools and sports that aren't there my first three years of primary were in Pumalang 
Highfeld Pumalang. So, and that is a, there's a very Afrikaans space, right? Okay. And I remember, I loved football, even coming into primary school. And when I got to primary, they were like, okay, there's all these different sports, but there's no football. And then, and, and I mean, it's kind of I would say I understand, but I mean, yeah. You feel me? So the way you felt about rugby, yeah, I had yeah, a passion yeah. for football like that. And then when I came to, to school, okay, there's no football. It's just rugby for the boys, and the girls can play netball. netball. And then later and on, after that season, yeah, I think cricket and hockey were, were kind of grouped together. Rugby, rugby and yeah. netball kind of grouped together. So winter sports for the boys is rugby, okay. But I want to play football, and we used to play football. <laughs> we play football at break, and all the black kids play football. And, and, when that, I go and that's home, how it is. At break, you usually play football. Right? Yeah, and, and when we go home, we play football. So I talk to my dad. I'm like, you know, there's no football. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's gonna say, you know, <laughs> my boy, no, you know, I'm a boy, yeah. And I'm like, no, because I remember speaking to him. He he coach coaches still, you know, football him. at uh, his school. So I was like, yo, we really want football. And they actually tried. I remember him and, and other parents trying to get a football Team. thing at, yeah, yeah, at, at, at my at my original primary school. Didn't it go successfully when I was there? And by the looks of it still, because like my little brothers from his side, from my dad's side, they yeah, would yeah. they go to that primary school that I went to and there's still no football team. Cool. And then Fast forward, the primary school. So when I switched primaries because I moved to Joburg, right? Yeah. When I moved to Joburg, Oxburg, primary school I go to. For the boys, guess what sports is prioritized? Football. Football. There's no rugby. That's not a yeah, problem but for me. That's, but, but that's a job. That's a Joburg thing. That's a Joburg, Joburg thing, right? Joburg so thing. I guess we go into and then high school also. Get to Boxwood High, you know, rugby is not important to me, but like you notice things like, yeah. oh, there's no rugby team. Yeah, because like I mean, with with how things are geographically in South Africa, like mm. certain areas are like popularized. Certain sports. things are popular to mm. certain places. Like I mean, in the Eastern Cape, rugby is bigger than football. In the yeah, general, yeah. like not that you won't find football, but you bigger. will, but like it's definitely bigger. Um, Western Cape, I would say it's rugby as well, especially like I mean, okay, with the black community, I would say like it's more soccer because of like the teams that are based in Cape Town, you know. Yeah. But like I mean, the rugby there is also like really big, like yeah, yeah. like properly big. Because what I noticed, so the way Boxburg High, there's yeah. two main high schools in Boxburg CBD, right? There's Boxburg High and there's Fourth Racket High, no? Fourth Racket had no football team. And they had a rugby team. They had a rugby team, and they were mostly their their culture as a school is rich in Afrikaans. So, the primary school I went to, HM Swart, had a rugby team. Priority rugby. You played Ramaki rugby. Yeah. And they had no football team. And so, what I'm noticing here is a trend. Like it's more, it's more of a cultural thing. Like, like, like the people who, who the schools or the people who are deeply Afrikaans are more of a, like, and they are uh, more of a rugby yeah. type of culture, and I mean, it's expected. It's, it's, so, it's their sport. So I guess <laughs> there, maybe there's there's a talk to be had about the kid who happens to grow up in 
Joburg and is very good at rugby and but loves, he, her, yeah. he loves rugby but he can't afford to go to a private school which is where the rugby oh, is in Joburg enough, or good enough like public school because I mean they are good, oh, yeah, or good decent, enough public school decent public school okay they're not decent actually good public schools you know <laughs> um, that actually play rugby um, can't come can't come can't come <laughs> at the, uh, other schools nah, uh, like special I mean, mention yeah. yeah special mention to Bidonia High <laughs> because literally <laughs> I was uh, um I was at somewhere with with, with these with these guys now. One of them went to Bononi High. Another one of them went to a private school. And they were mm. like, "Oh, are you um Yerste something like a school literally not Yer- not Span, but something along the lines of I don't want to say Craven Week because that's for I think that's for specific schools. Yeah, no, not necessarily specific, but okay, carry on. Schools that are Let's say Premier League. Okay, if we had to make an analogy. <laughs> schools that play rugby at a Premier League level among schools. Not necessarily, but okay. Cool. So, like I was saying, even though he's a public school, their rugby team is at a level where they're competing with privates and competing with the good privates. And mm, stuff like yeah, that. yeah. So, Which happens, I mean. Yeah, it's, so. The, rugby, the school system, especially with the rugby system in South Africa, is very good. I find. Like, I mean... Rugby is, 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 is very, like, I mean, I would say prioritizing schools a lot. Like, I mean, it's gotten to a stage at this moment whereby, like, you can argue the kids that are in primary or high school, per se, are playing semi-professional rugby because of the demands and the training levels and the expectations that they have. Like, I mean, okay, they don't get paid, but, like, I mean, the level that they play at is at a semi-professional level to be honest like, you know. isn't isn't that similar so yesterday when I go on Instagram yeah. I found the clip sidetrack so I found the clip of Joe Budden reacting to the New York Giants' NFL draft Okay. So he was mad because they, they drafted I think some unknown kid who was a zero star rating according to ESPN so and then those guys who get drafted I think it's a mandatory thing for NBA and, and NFL that yeah. they have to play college college uh, sports for a yes. year yeah. and in America college sports are pretty much semi-pro like they've got a large following yeah, the people who become superstars there kind of become national superstars also because yeah. there's hype and then there's a lot of hype about there's a lot of chats and there's a lot there's of money yeah a lot of chats money and, and I emphasize on the money if you want specifically because that is deep eh that was deep so I guess there's parallels right because these are people who are playing uh, the sports not at a professional level but it's a development tool like the school system for rugby which gets it's development sports yeah which gets a lot of attention but the people themselves don't get paid yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty much like the same thing because varsity sports like or college it's varsity sports for us with like um, internationals and probably college sports or something like that. But with varsity sports with us, like that's it is semi it is semi pro, but like personally, I feel the level of like in like intensity and investment that's within varsity sports is not the same as school. Because the schools is just on it's just on another level. It's on a deeper level, and I mean, there's so a lot of debate about it. Because with rugby, like, there's the whole thing of like, I mean, you know, there's that chat of like, 
or an instance whereby you you come from a decent school but you like you are a star yeah and then you get you get i would say bored you know but you get given a bursary or scholarship to go to a private school or a high level in school and then is there still school before varsity? Yeah, there's a school before varsity. So, like, there's a whole chat about is it really like ethical or I mean, not really ethical, but like, mm-hmm. is it really right to have children being born? That's tricky. Like, I mean, because that's it's it technically tricky. is like a job system, okay, not a job system, but, but a it's people system getting bored. Yeah, but that's how people in America, bored. if you if you're fire in high school, colleges literally try to yeah, for the yeah try to swoop you in. They come through, they show you, oh, look at our facilities. People actually go on tours. Like, you look at our facilities, and they actually try to funnel money through to you, low-key, so that maybe they'll build your mama house, or, you know, things like that. So you get kind of bought. So the big schools kind of buy, you know, the players that they... Like, the the high school players who are fired. Like, you would say, if someone is from a, 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 let's say, a public school or... A rural school, and they are Macantini, for example, maybe different sport, but maybe same principal. Didn't he uh, go to which one was it? Dale. I think yeah, I think he went to Dale College. But I don't think he paid for Dale. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You see, so that guy. And you know, actually, now that you're talking about like people that actually come in and play for your mother's houses, there was a story that I got. Oh, I mean, it's it's on a position of SA Rugby, I think. SA Rugby magazine, and it was following. Oh, I mean, it talked about um, a a a I think a person of management. I forgot what his. I think it was a recruitment type of startup work. Yeah at um the boards but like i'm not sure about the details so like i mean if i get this wrong or anything like that please don't at me so like um he was don't at him (laughs) so apparently he was like he was used like he was actually paying people to like paying people like a type of a salary so that after high school they sign for the board yeah it comes it literally which is illegal technically because i mean that is underage employment yeah, that literally that happened. So, I don't know, man. Because on one hand, people get opportunities, right? Like, we made an example of Makantini. I'm sure there's a lot of other, you know, predom- uh, 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 predominantly those people are black, right? The people mm, who get yeah, taken yeah, from yeah. rural, who get recognized from rural sports. And I mean, of color, not necessarily black, but of color. Of color, yeah, let yeah, me say so that. From people who get that. recognized at grassroots level from disadvantaged backgrounds. And then they get offered scholarships, full rides to, you know, these these top schools. High schools. High and I feel schools. like, I don't think there's, like, personally, I don't feel there's too much of a problem with it. Because you are giving someone an opportunity yeah, to, to be able, education. like a, a higher education, someone to be able to train better, to have better facilities, mm. and to, like, play amongst people who yeah, are yeah, of yeah. your same level. Because, like, I mean, it's it's really difficult, or I find it really difficult in general in sports, I find, like, to to better yourself when you're playing against lesser people. Yeah. And then when you're playing against people of, like, your same caliber, your same talent and um, level, basically, you, you're able to grow at a better rate. And, I mean, like, I'm not going to say, like, these people of previously disadvantaged and got into schools that were actually high-end like 
they will regret any of that. I mean, they probably embraced the opportunity and yeah. were yeah. thankful yeah. of it. And I mean, it was a great opportunity. And I'm not saying these schools should necessarily stop, but like, I mean, there's, there's still the chat. I mean, it's something that's in the air, the chat about the whole so ethical side of it. Well, the, I find it, yeah. The way I see it, the only thing that'll be wrong with that is competition. Like, oh, you guys just buy the best. It's by, the Bayern Munich thing. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because from the perspective of the guy who's getting given a bit a, a great opportunity to grow as a sports person, to experience another type of life compared to you know, like it's easier to develop your sports skills when you're not going home every night and with your papa nibis. That's the only thing there, you know. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, and yeah. so it develops you as a person, as a sports person. You get a better world view. You see how other people live. Yeah, different cultures and you know. Language, yeah. So the only way that could be bad is for the company. Like, oh, okay, this college just buys all the best players. Yeah, that's why they, they maintain their status. That, that, that happens. That happens. That's I the mean, only. That's, that's yeah. a chat. Like, that could be the only point. Of Attention. Other than that, I just yeah. think people are getting great opportunities, man. And give them opportunities. And I think we should just like wrap it up a bit with that's the that on, 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 on Pashi. On Pashi. The way it all started, the grassroots and everything. Pashi. And I think um, this is like the perfect time to lead it on to like um, basically our first and our favorite sporty moment. I mean, to date. I think I'll just make it today. Personally, mine is. Uh-huh. Of course. Um, first sporting moment. Um, I think we spoke about this uh, like another day and uh, like a couple of weeks back. But um, I remember. I think it was the summer of. Look at me speaking like a like an English. It was summer. Um, it was December two thousand and three. We went on holiday with my family to Durban, and I think um, this is my first, not my favorite. Uh, I remember watching um, a test match. Kingsmead, Kingsmead Ground. Yes, Kingsmead, yeah. And I think one of the distinctive things that I remember about that game was just like seeing Akai and Didi on the boundary road. And I think that's where ultimately my love for cricket grew through him, basically, like, or my interest per se. Hashtag representation matters. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think that's my first sporting moment. My favorite sporting moment would be. Um, I think I would say 2007 World Cup final, rugby World Cup final, South Africa versus England in France, Stade Francais. Um, I mean, I remember that day like as if it was yesterday. I was, that was a crazy day, bro. That was a that was a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at the mall on that day actually. Yeah, the mall. I remember that evening. I watched the game. The thing is, the reason I remember this this distinctively because I was in Queenstown mm-hmm. at my aunt's house, right? And I was with my granddad. We were watching. We were both watching the final. Um, I remember specific. He supported England because he, you know, I mean, like with apartheid and everything, he, yeah, would be yeah, like, yeah. he didn't support any South African teams, especially the rugby. Yeah, especially the rugby. And I mean, England. He was like, he was. I would say like a high end, like posh type of man. 
I mean, he was tall on you, nigga, but like yeah. he was a potter. Oh, he, he was lo- one of he those loved niggas. Engli- he loved English. He loved English. English. Everything, Eng- like even like with chat amongst us, like I mean, if you were around him, I mean, my cousin, my cousins would would testify with this. I mean, we wouldn't like wouldn't speak closer with him. He would speak English. Like he would tell oh, us. Oh, he was actually, one of those niggas. He was one of those niggas who would like actually speak English to me. Yeah. learn the language I mean it's a beautiful language and I love it so he used to put it in the I remember watching the game with him in Queenstown um, it was a great day and I remember everything I mean from minute one the try that was disallowed I was like my heart was in my mouth um, the celebrations after seeing John Smith with um, Tabo Mbegiwe and I was like actually this is this is just beautiful and I think that's when that's when my love for rugby Solidified, yeah. Oh, Segue. Nothing has gone good for a president in South Africa who hasn't won the Rugby World Cup. Think about it. Uh, Debs, you know what he did? Yeah. Got the World Cup. Niggas, re- his reputation in people's minds. Ah, good president. So good, yeah. No, but like, TM. I mean, you, you can still argue TM because I mean, I mean the way like TMs. His, but his reputation in people's minds. In the general population of people's minds, is like, ah, he was a good president. But his reign didn't end, so... It didn't, yeah, politically, I mean, if you know the politics better, or if you know things, you can debate better, right? Yeah, yeah. But the general consensus among people was, if you had to ask someone, hey, real quick, who's the worst president we've had? Of the three, four, I guess, with Cyril. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> count, I'm not counting Khaled, please. <laughs> yeah, no, we really nah, can't, we really can't count. Nah, come on. Man, South Africa we was on a break. <laughs> we, were on, we were like on live support, but you were just keeping us. Yeah, you were there, intact, dog. But like keeping the switch on. <laughs> like Bambala, Bambala, sure. I'm coming fair, back. Fair. I'm coming back. <laughs> so, if you ask of the three, four of the three, you're on the obviously. Mm. Uh, your boy Jay Z is gonna is gonna rank lowest of the three in most people's counts, right? And I think part of, like, a major part of that is that he never lifted the Web Alice. You know, yeah, 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 that's actually... So, hey, you see how I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised that you actually knew that. And I only knew that in 2007, because they're like, oh, the John Smith. John Smith. And I mean, Alice I remember trophy. also, um, just to go back to that final, I mean, that moment, I yeah. remember the team flying in the morning. Bro. Like it being broadcast on SABC two, and yeah. then remember we were in primary, we went to like a video room, and we were yeah, watching yeah, it, and yeah. we were like, "Oh, fucking bro!" Like, it's, it was great. But those things stay with you, right? Like they do, they do forever. The glory is, I think, it's very important for a person's childhood that their country experiences glory, because the glory of your country, when you're a kid, it like ingrains a sense of patri of uh, patriarchy. No, <laughs> patriotism. <laughs> oh wait, the pain of oh, fucking up. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we just want to say, not my mother tongue, we just want to like say me. that the views of the mishaps we have <laughs> <laughs> do not represent the views of the from the stands podcast. <laughs> down I with mean, the patriarchy. Down, like these words, they, they mean they say like I mean they don't mean they say. Hey man, it's close, like, bro. They're really close. Like it's, it's easy close. to make a mistake. So. So yeah, so they instill a sense of patriotism like as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Because like I remember us winning the Rugby World Cup, and I was like, "Yes, South Africa's the shit." So you know, basically, what what was I giving? 
Spotify. Now, all's about to ask me to first Spotify. I don't know where you're getting at. <laughs> nah, I was just getting at the segue. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. your boy CR17, if, if you know, if he wins the election, or if your boy Julius wins the election, niggas need to get a sporting moment. In so, what happened in 2003? All comes. Rugby at cricket. Oh, I mean, okay. 20, 2022. Soccer. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Nah, nigga, I believe in. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in. I'm going to lie. I don't. In, in 2023, I can, I can see that. Like, I mean, with rugby, I mean, another segue. Rugby at the moment. This, this with the World Cup coming up in September. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a very competitive World Cup. Anyone can actually win it among is that, six is that nations. Is that currently? At the moment, among six nations. I mean, of course, New Zealand are the favorites, but it's really not. It's, they, it's not. They're not like a landslide, like in 2015. Because oh, 2015, okay, okay. I do a favorites by like miles, miles, miles. Actually, miles. who won 2015, by the way? Did they win? Yeah, yeah, they won. Yeah, so rugby is that kind of sport, <laughs> you know? I mean, you be like that sometimes. <laughs> because I mean, if you if you compare it to now, nah, let's have this discussion after. Yeah, 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 yeah. First and favorite, or either or. I mean, however you however you feel favorite. Uh, favorite. Is this personal to me? I mean, it can be personal or just a moment that you feel like. I mean, actually, because it is your favorite sporting moment, so it has to be personal. Yeah, it's definitely personal. I'm going to give you two. Yeah, that's fine. First one. Okay, I'm going to do this in order of time. First one is Piro Shalalala. 2010. World Cup goal. World Cup goal. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. And this this shit is lit. Bro, this shit is lit because I was with my family, right? My dad's side. I'd gone to my dad's side of the fam. I think we had a. I really think we had a funeral. Yeah, who was it? It was my granddad. Yeah, it was my granddad. Right. The man missed the World Cup in South Africa. Bro. I mean, after so many years. Bro. Ah, he's probably expecting it for so long to just miss it. Bro. Um, but I don't think my dad was a big sport. My granddad was a big sports person. He was a guy oh, yeah. who liked to read, actually. Oh, so I think that's where I get my reading thing from. Like, I just, like, distinctly remember him outside the kitchen door. Yeah, of books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I even had a grasp of what reading books was, I was always read. So I always thought there were different Bibles, though. Because, <laughs> you know, the books he had were the books that he got from uh, his boss. His white boss, or the books he collected from the past. Yeah. So, if you remember, books from the past never had picture covers. Yeah, it was just like a blank cover with, yeah, the with the title. And so, I'm like, okay, this name. Fully because he was, he was, he was also some, someone important at the church we went to. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, I'm like, alright, this nigga reading the Bible and the Zulu books. Oh, okay, yeah. so he would read, you know, read, read. I'm like, oh, man. So, his funeral, and then we finished those activities. If, if it wasn't his funeral, it was either his unveiling or Bidlam Sevets. Yeah. But like that, because the family was together, not just for social reasons. We had a family thing. There was that a family day. thing, you watched them. Cool. And then niggas came back from the funeral. Everyone went to the RTP house. 
because the house and then the government came and yeah, yeah. TVs, man. everyone went to rdb house because that was the color tv it was like and then niggas be watching uh World Cup, opening game 2010 Mexico yeah. in Sun City was it the 12th 12th of June 13th was it not the 12th okay. I think it, it was ended the 12th on, okay it might have been the 12th actually because I remember distinctively that I went to the opening ceremony on the 11th okay then it was the 12th yeah. yeah it was the 12th so that was my favourite moment like one of top yeah, two top, top two, two not even top two not two because <laughs> I can't decide between them but like yeah and that the other was one, one of my favorites the other one is when I scored a hat trick at uh, my club <laughs> that personal this is why it's my favorite because I, I, mean, I scored goals this one this match uh, my girl at the time was watching hey. <laughs> so yeah like, cause I so you actually performed you know niggas performed and I remember the first game because it was a tournament, right? First game, I didn't get a goal. I got mad assists. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, what the fuck, bro? The niggas can see that I'm balling out. But, but I, you're I not scoring. To back it, so. And then when I scored the hat trick, I was like, yeah, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> she was there with her friends. And I was like, yeah, you were hyping nigga, me up. Yeah, I mean, nigga. I mean, yeah. yeah. Hey. I mean, there's a sad part to that, too. <laughs> Damn. Because he's not with her anymore. Because she passed away. In Whoa! <laughs> yes, I didn't expect that, puff. Yes, a little warning next time, eh? Hey, man, I said so. Nah, for real though. <laughs> piece of her, so. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, favorite sporting moment. Favorite I mean, sporting moment. That's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And um, okay, so like basically with this podcast, this is to the listener now and not to my co-host, my co-podcaster. The sports that we are going to be prioritizing on this podcast, sportscast, will be rugby, cricket, football, athletics, and a bit of everything else. Yeah, in order of importance, football, everything else. No, no, rugby. Football. Rugby, bro. Yeah, for those who don't know, this thing calls rugby footy. For some reason. No, okay. <laughs> I can explain my reasonings. I think you told me, but you can do it again. Like, okay, I mean, I can tell the listener. Um... The great, oh, one of the great, a footballing nation, one of the greatest footballing nations in the world, New Zealand, yeah. referred to rugby as footy. And I mean, it's like the, the colloquial, it's like, it's, yes, it's the colloquial, like, word New for Zealand. rugby. For rugby. Like, I mean, yeah, sure, they'll say rugby. But like, I mean, when you're just speaking normally, footy. like, you're like footy. Like, the way we call soccer disky. Oh, okay. Yes. Or football disky, so like I mean, I mean I refer to it as footy. I mean it sounds better, honestly, to me. So yeah, so I think it was a British accent to be that honest. Was a accent. <laughs> uh, I was really trying to get like uh, a thingy, uh, uh, an, an island, an Australasian, an, an Australasian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. It's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. So I mean, onto the teams that we support, because I mean. This is yeah, the introductory yeah, 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 episode. You guys are getting to know more about us. Um, so, more of the teams that we support. Should I go? F- uh, you go first. I went first, like last time. Sport for sport. Yeah, sport I'll for be sport. With you. Rugby, man. I support. Okay, at first, I supported the Chiefs. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm case the Chiefs. <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> Dead ass. You know where the Chiefs are from? Like, I mean, the city they're based in. No. Hectic. 
shit about the Chiefs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just know that he's got a cool, dead-ass name no, like that is linked to my rugby, thing. I looked for the Chiefs. <laughs> and then, you know, when I got to primary, niggas started playing rugby. I played rugby grade one, two. Mm. Supported the Bulls. I'm not going to lie. The Chiefs thing, I found very interesting when I started supporting Super Rugby or watching Super Rugby. Because, like, I mean, there was that link to Kaiser Chiefs because my father was also a Kaiser Chiefs supporter. I used to be, but, um, I mean, I'll get to that later. Okay. Okay, Yeah, Yeah, so, so now I'm, like, from then until now, I'm a Blue Bulls fan. I don't really follow the Bulls like that because I don't really follow rugby like that. But if there's a if the results that if there's a result in rugby, I'm leaning more towards a positive result for the for Bulls. the Bulls. For the okay. Bulls. Yeah. And then there was a time I don't think it was a bad because he played for the Sharks, right? He did play for the Bulls. <laughs> he did play for the Bulls. Did he play for the, when did he play for the Bulls? From to from age group to no no JP Dumini played for the Sharks oh my fucking hell JP Dumini's a cricketer dog no, oh my uh, god yes no that's an L that's an L that's that, a, is an L. that is an L that is that is an L JP Peterson Peterson sorry guys coloured niggas in fact Dumini's not even coloured right he is coloured niggas <laughs> <laughs> you're really taking L's out here hey nah like cause I remember it was two coloured niggas on the flanks when the wings were Yeah, but with that was Springboks mostly, but I mean, yeah, yeah. like but for the okay. like they put the black guys on the fast positions, so because they are pretty fast, like I mean, mm-hmm. makes sense. So the Bulls is my rugby team. Yeah, I actually should make an active effort to follow rugby. You should, because I mean, we're gonna speak a lot about rugby, yeah, so right. challenge from today onwards, I'm gonna follow rugby like a motherfucker. Shout out. Yeah. Um. What are we at? Maybe a cricket. I don't have a team at all. Sure. Um, football. Football. Okay, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, hashtag Patreon. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one. Clearly, I'm not the it's only in my one. Head. <laughs> There's a joke there saying patriarchy is in a man's head. <laughs> <laughs> um, hashtag patriotism. Must fall. Okay, the Chiefs. Yeah. Low patriotism must rise. That's yeah, yeah, that must rise. Patreon, yeah. Patreon must fall. And then worldwide, you know, I got no Manchester, the biggest club the gold star, in, the world. Club in the world. Manchester United the Football Club. The best club. English club of all time, the most decorated, the most swaggy. Black Chester United. We are here. Yes. 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 Breaking legs, Tony Maxos out there. Maxosi, they with their hair can save everything except your relationship. Whoa, My nigga, Roman and Lukaku can shoot at anything, you know. We out here with them Tims, yeah, bro. Out there with the Tims, man. You feel me? Ollie's at the wheel. Hashtag my precious. And me? I mean, we still love United, even Hashtag though Gollum. everything that's happening at the moment, yeah, yeah, um, we'll get to that, but yeah, still yeah. United over everything. Oh, okay. And then that's it. Football. I mean, yeah, anything football. else? Mm, what else is? What else would I support? I mean, no. Basketball. I'm a Warriors fan. Okay. No, then we. Okay, both of us have challenges. I'm getting into rugby. Oh yeah, I'm not getting into basketball. Ah, uh, dog. Oh, damn. It's not a South African sport, but it's, it's nice. I can get into a PSL more than. Okay, shit. get into yes. a PSL club. I 
direction. That's the challenge. No, to you, you, that's a big challenge. Yeah, <laughs> that's my challenge. I'll get into a PSL club. Get into a PSL club. We need to speak about PSL, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, on my side, uh, rugby, um, support of the Bulls, support the Bulls as well. Um, the reason being 2007 Super Rugby final. Final, final, that final, that final try. Um, that that, that just converted me. My father was supporting Sharks on the same day, watching the final <laughs> together. That was just something else. Um, I even remember Derek Hohart getting on top of the of, of the poles. Uh, Derek who? Derek Hohart. Is that different from Francois? Yeah. Brothers, cousins. Probably cousins. I'm not sure. Oh. Yeah. Um, international Springboks, but. I watch all international rugby. I just enjoy rugby like that. I watch rugby in general. More of a Bulls fan. Um, football. Only one team and one team only. Manchester United Football Club. The biggest club in the world. The greatest club in the world. The greatest club in the world. Ollie's at the wheel. I mean, we're really fucking up at the moment, but we're still out here. We're still facts. We're still the greatest. We've won it all. We're still out here. Um, cricket, cricket is actually quite a lot because crickets are that okay. I mean, I support the protests in terms of international cricket. Um, I don't have another international side, but I enjoy watching like other international sides, especially test matches. I enjoy test matches over any other form of cricket. Um, Domestically in South Africa, I support the Titans, which is the Pretoria Pretorian based team. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I've like supported I support a lot of Pretoria based teams. Um, with the Titans, I was because of AB De Villiers, favorite cricketer from like in 2007. So I just naturally supported the team he played for. Yeah. Um, Indian Premier League, I support the De- now Delhi Capitals, former Delhi Daredevils, originally because of AB De Villiers, but then when he moved to Royal Challenges Bangalore. I didn't move with them. I was like, nah, let me just stick to my boys. Um, I think the only team that has never won the IPL. Or like I mean, the Dead Now Delhi Capitals. Capitals. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm not hundred percent sure. Because I mean there's a period where I didn't follow the IPL, but I do now. Yeah. And my boys wish for Pant, Shres, Aya. The boys, they're doing it. Shikadawan, KG Rabada there, Ishan Shan. Ishan Sharma, yeah, there's lots. And then uh, I also watch the Big Bash League, which is the Australian T20 League, mm-hmm. and I support the Sydney Six, Sydney Sixes. The Sydney Sixes. Yeah, Sydney Sixes. So cricket, okay, so it's like football in that there's more than one uh, league league that matters to people. Uh, yeah, you can say. Okay. Because like I mean, international cricket is bigger than. Yeah, it was I'm more important sort of compo- compared to so, like soccer or football. Because yeah. like, I mean, football, the only time international football is important is when there's a major tournament, so, like yeah. your Euros, yeah. Yeah. AFCON, I mean, no, uh, World AFCON Cup, there. World Cup. <laughs> I mean, AFCON is happening. Isn't it happening? Is it happening this? When is it happening? This year. should be this year. It's not next year. Nah, bro. It should be this year, dog. So it's this June. If not this June, then it's next year then. 
Ish, like it's 2019 FCON and 20, maybe FCON 2020 is I think it's FCON 2020 June when is the, when sure. is the last but I know it's in June I don't know I'm not gonna lie because like I mean there's so many FCONs like they have an FCON every two years or everything actually like so that. I heard oh. that they're actually gonna space it out more it's gonna be four years now which is what it's supposed to be and not this two years it's such year. a dumb idea it was such Bruh. a dumb idea every two years is an FCON and for it to be, to be two years Ach, dog so dumb that just gave Egypt more trophies for no reason bruh like me but okay, yeah so, yeah so so those are our favorite team. sports a lot of what people choose is who was popping at the time were, yeah at the time they got into the sport for real for real yeah okay well, what is what was with you with United why did you start supporting United uh, Wayne Rooney I've, I've actually got a funny story of my story with United is supporting United uh, started watching uh, English football Mm. didn't really have a team because like literally I was a perfect South African kid like Chiefs was my football life but weren't you like didn't you fuck with um, Benny I did fuck with Benny but after you went abroad I didn't really fuck because like we didn't have DSTV okay I mean that that makes sense you You couldn't follow it yeah and my stepdad watched PSL crazy so that's where my head was at until there was a son so my stepdad had another child son who was the same age as me and this nigga at his mom's house used to watch Premier League and when he came to visit us he'd be like yo Asendan 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 even Asendan Asendan I stand yo Asendan so I'm like what are you doing yo Asendan baba impression okay then I started, you know, finding out and getting into Premier League. You know, I learned about Liverpool. It's just the names are funny. First yeah. Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> full of livers? What is this? Blackpool. <laughs> and then, you know, and then you'd hear, oh, Lucas, Lucas, Leeds. You know? Yeah. So, I'm like, okay. And then Beckham was a, was a global superstar. Yeah, of course. I learned his name before I knew what he played for. Same. So, I'm not going to lie, same. Like, my antennas were up for English football. And then I remember my dad used to actually, when I told him I, I, I started liking English football, he used to record when they played on ETV or whenever they played because it yeah. wasn't just Champions League sometimes. He on the on the on the VCR. VCR, I was about to say the VCR. matches, yeah. and then we'd watch them together. That's that's pretty Beckham, cute. But it was Beckham days of United. So I was like, okay, this Manchester United seems cool. And then 2006 World Cup comes, school transport, yeah. Niggas are choosing their teams. Of course. I don't have a team in the 2006 World Cup because South Africa's not in the World Cup. I mean... So, I'm like, Brazil is dope because in 2002, I remember I was crazy about Ronaldinho and Ronaldo. Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, Ronaldo Brazil was like, oh my for God. little kids, people yeah. our age. Yeah, definitely. People our age are going to understand how Brazil was crazy when we were growing up. And our age is like, I mean... No. Let's range it from 20 to 23, yeah, right. 5. Yeah, 20 to 20. Five, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and actually, even older, because like I mean, people who are older oh, should understand. Yeah, yeah, understood the sport. Yeah. So yeah, like I just thought Brazil is gonna be my team, and then niggas are like, "Oh, nigga, you got freckles, you heavy, light skinned, you look like Wayne Rooney." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, "You look like Wayne Rooney." I'm like, "Who's that?" England. So I go, and I'm because they, they literally everyone is assigning themselves teams. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you're England. Okay? So they assigned me England. I was like, I took it. And then when I watched England, I was like, oh, this Wayne Rooney guy, I actually like him. He's dope. You know, and you're he's like, dope. I support and he's his dope. team. So 
then that's when Rooney started becoming my favorite player. Still is to this day. Oh. And then I was like, okay, when Rooney plays for Manchester United, I guess that's my team. Yeah. It hasn't changed till this day. That's how I got into So, well, the teams you support are heavily influenced by who was popping in childhood. True, true. And like for me, the reason I started supporting United, I never, okay, like when I started watching English, like I was English football per se, the first team, I wouldn't say I supported, but the first team I liked watching or watched was Liverpool. I can Shoot understand me. that. Shoot I can me. understand that. And the reason being was that um, I distinctively remember Xabi Alonso scoring a goal from the halfway and I was mm-hmm. like oh my fuck that was the first time I saw a goal from halfway yeah. or like a distance that is even that close yeah. so I was like oh my god this team is actually fucking great let me just follow them I remember them losing to Chelsea in the final day mm-hmm. one of Jose's um, leagues so I actually watched that game and then World Cup came around um, I supported I supported Brazil of course like I mean I was with of with like the names that were at the time oh. like it was just logical to support Brazil and then um I mean there was also ch- you know the chats in the World Cup so there was the all like Ronaldo was actually his his name was actually yeah, being mentioned a lot and I distinctively remember England versus Portugal quarterfinals when they kicked when Ronaldo really yeah, kicked off yeah, yeah. and then I think the Rooney got a red card Rooney got a red card yeah Rooney got a red card so like I mean I remember the commentators Crazy talking about moment. how like actually these players like they're kicking off but they're from the same club so Alex Ferguson is gonna have like a big deal to like he's gonna have some work to do in the yeah, changing room yeah, I'm yeah. like actually they may actually follow this team let me actually follow this Ronaldo person who's actually actually dope so I followed them and I mean that season they won it so happened that my father also liked Sir Alex Ferguson liked Manchester United Uh, I remember watching the 2-8 final and then from then on it was just like rolling and I mean honestly speaking my love 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 for United probably developed 2013 2012 like around about 2011 2012 2013 around about then like Fergie's final seasons to be honest yeah Yeah. because like I mean before I watched it like religiously and I supported it but like it wasn't like that diehard love I mean when I got to high school that's when I was like actually I was diehard and I mean I fucked with United like that point for me came from watching MUTV because funny story um there was a point in time when my mom finally got like she finally got tired of us asking for DSTV. <laughs> and we're like, ah, oh, mom, DSTV, DSTV. <laughs> and eventually she's like, okay, cool, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy. It. I'm gonna get a, a thingy, a, a dish. Yeah. Then I was like, hey, we top TV's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Top yeah. TV was coming into the market around that time, and we got, so we got top TV, and the only sports channel they offered were Eurosports. Satanta and MUTV. Oh shit! So I know that. from 2009 to yeah, about then, yeah. 12, all I saw was MUTV, dog. So now I can literally my history of the club because before that I was a United fan. Yeah. yeah. But then when I like started watching MUTV, I became a United devoted fan, like passion, same, passion, same, passion. like passion, passion, 
like they'd have like they'd have um the united uh games like from the past games from the past they have special documentaries about that's how uh-huh. i knew about so mad like you know honestly crazy. honestly like i wished i was able or i can find some of those documentaries because like i mean most of the knowledge that I have, like club history on United and everything, is like more like research or hearing certain things. Like, I mean, I've watched the Class of '92 documentary, and like, I feel like that '99 final. I mean, if there was one moment in this world where I would have loved to actually experience, Bro. would be would definitely be that. Bro. Like, I mean, I've also read a lot about and watched a few documentaries on like um, the Buffs. Busby, Busby Babes, Babes so Matt's so team, and I mean, that team was just. Because they'd have like when Wayne Rooney reached uh, 150 Premier League goals, I think. Yeah. Or 100, 100 Premier League goals. They had a special, uh, and they showed all of his Premier League goals. When Scholes reached the milestone, when he was about to retire. Yeah, he yeah. Retired yeah. That season, we still had METV the season of his retirement, and then when he came back. His first retirement, his yeah. First retirement. So they had like. They showed his testimonial on MTV. They had a special showing all his career and, and his achievements. And then they'd also have like interesting club tours. That's when I learned about mm. the Carrington ones. So it was it was pretty dope, you know. Apart from the fact that actually when there was a game on, I remember this distinctly because this is how I saw the 66 one last. <laughs> when there was a game on, they'd show a black screen score because they didn't have the rights obviously oh yeah 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 to broadcast they they commentate and then the game would only broadcast after the live version yeah yeah so you'd literally just see the score and then you'd see um bro so (laughs) when we were winning that day was tough eh? that day was tough a great day we had METV but it was five goals oh shit that was a great day great day but like yeah those are the glory days so moving on from sporting yeah i think it's i mean considering time time i think i don't know how much how long we've been recording i think now and you're enjoying this shout out and thank you very much if you actually are i mean really appreciate i think we should just close it off i think from an introductory point of view i think um that is it everything else will come i mean yes we are big manchester united supporters but i mean i think this is just like a disclosure type of vibe <laughs> to be honest but we will be speaking and going into depth about other clubs like i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make research about 1990 team of liverpool or the 80s but like i mean I'll speak some relevant we'll, shit we'll about give them. You your di- we'll do the due diligence. Yeah, due diligence. Like, we're not, like, not going to come here and be like, yeah, no, this team is trash. Because yeah, like, actually organized the club. He did, he has, team. he has. And I mean, I can't like follow Liverpool religiously so that yeah. just because I now have to talk about it. But like, I mean, yeah, shout out. I think we just close it off with um, the final whistle. Final, final whistle. whistle. Um, so, okay. From next week, we're, we're going to have some segments for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our segments is going to be... Should I name the segments? Because you don't have them on you. I don't have them on you. So, we've got three segments. Um, actually, four, technically. Yeah. So, I mean, after kickoff, so, I mean, the kickoff is the start of it. Final whistles, the final chat, the final opinion or voice. There's going to be a cheap shot, um, which is like, I mean the trashest thing in sports that has happened this week um 
mean, okay, I guess we have time. Let's briefly. Let's let's do the segments briefly. I mean, okay, sure, sure. Cheap shot of the week. Define define the cheap shot again. Um, the crappiest Burton moment. Something to do with racism. Maybe not was this week. This, was this recent, recent? A recent time racism. Moise uh, Moise Kino. Huh? That's his name. The Juventus. Oh player. yeah, Moise Kino. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, and I well, mean, we're not going to restrict it to the week now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think oh, that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. He basically said, "Keep politics out of the sport." Isn't that Pretty much, and he was like, "Dog, you have to take the blame, or some of the blame," which is pretty fucked up. Was pretty fucked up. But like, oh, actually, actually, I've got, I've got, I've got a, I've got a shit sport of the week. Uh, what's this? Chief shot of the week from this week. Um, yesterday, um, Lazio was playing Milan mm-hmm. in one of the what's this the trophies I mean the the, the equivalent of the FA Cup right okay. and Shoot. the Lazio fans were singing Bacuai deserves this banana or something along those lines no not Bacuai who's that Bado. Um, no it doesn't play Bakayoko oh, Bakayoko yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so I mean in line with racism that has happened this week Italy that is man Italy I mean and you know yeah. who wants to go play Italy Who's You're looking forward to big place. boy Rome with them Tims and tight <laughs> jeans? I actually want. I wouldn't. Come true. I wouldn't mind if he left. To be honest, but like I mean, that's a chat for another day. I was day. riding for him until he said that. Ah, you can dip, but he's been saying that. Like, I mean, he started saying it in February. To be honest, but like here yeah, we he's are. been manufacturing a move. Okay, moving on. So we've got the play of the week, which we still need to name. Damien Lillard. Definitely, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a zero doubt. In doubt. My mind. <laughs> No, like no contest, no contest. Shout out to Dame Lillard, man. He's like, and, and he's the best rapper in the NBA. Is he? He's a rapper. He's oh, got I didn't know that. Wayne and everything. He's got a mixtape out. Oh, I didn't know that. He's good. And then we've got. I'm willing to die on this hill. I'm willing to, to die. die on this hill. Is a like an unpop. I don't know if it's really an unpopular opinion, but like it's one of those opinions where you're not gonna budge. For shit. For shit. For jack. Okay, I'm willing to die on this hill. Liverpool will not win this uh, in the Premier League. I mean, that's not a willing to die on this hill, though. No, it's an opinion, though. It's an opinion that I'm willing to die on, man. Okay, no, it's not, but... It really isn't. I mean, I'm willing to die would be like... I'll stop watching if Liverpool wins the league. I mean, that's not not a real opinion. I'm willing to die on this hill. Pele is the greatest of all time. And then I would say Pele's achievements don't count because it was before offside and oh, okay, he yeah, was playing you see, with, with fucking farmers literally yeah. I think that's the type of I'm willing to actually, die actually yeah, that's yeah. mine for this week we're Pele. not counting things with before offside <laughs> and we don't count achievements Pele's the greatest nah he's not that's Who the hill I'm willing to die on oh he's not the greatest he's not the greatest oh okay I mean I, I think he's overrated that's the hill I'm willing to die on whoa whoa he's overrated yes he's kind of overrated and I mean bro. I'm willing to die on this hill it's not a debate we're not going to debate about it yeah. I mean you're willing to die on it I'm willing to die on this hill I don't know if you're going to have too much um, too much of an opinion on it but uh, for this week I would say Mornay Stain is the South Africa's greatest ever fly off fly off yes Aren't the stain people in cricket? There's Dale stain in cricket, but there's Mornay stain in Oh, like no, it. I'm thinking about the Morkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. So, Mornay's... Mornay's... Mornay's stain is the greatest 
South African fly half who of all time. Who, who else is, is in the mix with? Yes. South Africa, great South African fly half. Give me five. Charles Transky, the tropical winning of winner of ninety five. I'm already leaning towards Transky. <laughs> <laughs> Just the history of his name. I know that nigga. Charles Transky. Um. Shout out AKA. Um, you can argue Nasporta, but that was before 90, 1990. Your boy is looking funny in the light. <laughs> <laughs> Orle is Nasporta. Yeah, Nasporta. Um, other people I can think of, Bromfus Jordan. Um, he wasn't that Let's great. Go. Like, I mean, the thing is, South Africa hasn't been that best with like, our Afro Butch James. Like, I mean, the longevity of his career and what he's achieved, I think that's why he's the greatest. Nah, okay. You're willing to down that hill. I'm willing, I'm willing to, to, to say Nasport is a better fly off. Just because his name is more popular. <laughs> <laughs> literally yeah, a, shit. A, in that Liam yeah, shit. movie, there's a statue of Nasport that kicked yeah. him <laughs> <laughs> in a drop kick. Yeah, shit. Yeah, shit. <laughs> you know, he actually played in NFL. Oh, for real? For real, for real. Damn. I think for two, three seasons. Two or three seasons. Not about that, yeah. Oh shit! Mm. I played in the FM. Actually, FM. wasn't Nas Bortha one of the guys who was talking shit to, to um, the? Do you remember the, there was a colored guy? Ashwin Villemsa. Ashwin Villemsa. Nas Bortha was one of them, was he not? He pretty kind of okay, with Nick Nas. Mallet. Yeah, fuck Nas Bortha. Yeah. So now it's between Joel Stransky and Morne. Morne Stein. Yeah. You don't have to say Morne. He can say Morne. My thing is. Thing is, if I know how you say it in your language, <laughs> I'm, gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Did you notice how I didn't say Guijo? <laughs> like, so, yeah, that, those are our segments. Yeah, know? those are our segments. And I think that's so the segments I think should come during added time. So, we finish the podcast with actual time. Okay. And we go to our segments of added time. Sure. And I mean, all down this hill can also come during yes. regular time. That's for the listener. So another way that a hill can come about that you're willing to die on is if during the course of the podcast or during the course of, of the conversation, conversation yeah, there's up. an opinion that we can't agree on. You've got one hill per episode. To yeah, on. one hill per episode. Yes. And that is it. The final whistle. Thank you. I mean, yeah, man, you, you want to take it. Thank you for listening. This is our first episode. I mean, it's probably a bit long. We'll try and keep it shorter. But I mean, it was an introductory type of episode um getting to know the podcasters and uh we'll keep it we'll keep at it we're just here for the chats for the bands and the sports talk why are you including rants though because i'm gonna rant during the course of the podcast i'm really gonna rant myself i wouldn't lie so i mean yeah rants bands and the chats oh rants bands and chats rants bands chats that's that that's your Speaking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of rhymes, I am here to plug my boy Sandile Seas. He's got an EP out. I mean, I'll give you the platform to speak about it. There you go. Yeah, no, I make music for people who love themselves and hate avocados. Shut so, up, dog. You don't make music for me. Clearly not. So yeah. <laughs> if you if you're into listening to good vibes and if you're into not being a serial killer, you should listen to the Focus EP. It's currently out. It's doing crazy. The reviews are, are amazing. Stella haven't had a bad review. 
So yeah, mm. go listen to that. We'll link you if we link you, or just follow our socials. Yeah, I mean, let's Speaking we should which, plug we should plug our socials as well. Yeah, get um, on the twitters. No, we don't have an official. Maybe by the time this is out, this we'll is out, we'll have an official account on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So Twitter, I'm Sad Boy Seas. Um. Send underscores. Wait, is that your name or your um? It's my Twitter handle. My Twitter, Twitter handle. handle. Okay, Twitter, my handle. Um, my handle is underscore Sandy so Z A underscore. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, you can search me with that guy Diesel. You should find me. And on Instagram, um, same Sandy so Z A. Yeah. So I'm the same on all platforms. You know, hashtag branding. <laughs> check out Sad Boy Season and everything and if we do get a Twitter account and that'll be in the near future possibly yeah, by the time be. this comes out uh, from the stand sportscast should be the handle if not whoever has that handle we would appreciate if you could guys would kill them for yeah well, they will kill the accounts and <laughs> so that we can have it yeah I mean we need those rights <laughs> and we'll try and put this podcast on like various platforms uh, try to get it on Apple Podcast try to get it on SoundCloud get it on YouTube um, yeah as much as we can so thank you for listening keep up for the next episode and shout out yep. <laughs> <laughs>